Are you ready? <laughs> that was that was pretty stupid. It was. With that, we can drive. We're going to start episode 88 of Wayne and with Travis Hartman. I'm B-Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. Say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Coming to you uh, once again via Zoom because Weekend Trav had some little travel escapades going on over the weekend. Uh, yeah. You were hitting the town, hitting the, uh, the neon strip out there in Nevada, correct? We were in Las Vegas. Listen, though. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, so I can't really tell you guys much. That's okay. I don't know That's if we the have... oath. Everybody takes that oath when they go to Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because there's a <laughs> lot of uh, fun to be had. But you know, I've only been to Vegas one time. I went there with uh, with my wife as many many years ago. We had a great time. But I'm not a big gambler. Weekend trav. I'm not big into doing much of anything. So we had a good time. But it was like cool. Did it once. Checked it off my list. And I'm out. I know I'm never allowed to go there with my boys. I know that for sure. I've been told that. <laughs> so you mean if I have a bachelor party out there, you can't go? I probably can't go there. And why would you have a bachelor party weekend, Trav? You are already it's, off the market. I know, but I never got to have one. So where it's going to happen soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me, and you just got back in town. You're telling me with all what I call kitty litter that's all over the floor there on the streets and the sidewalks. You know what I'm talking about. All those little cards, those guys yes, going. yes. Yes, I do. You think you're going to be allowed to go back to Vegas with your boys? <laughs> <By> myself? <laughs> I don't think so. We can you know try. What, we though? digress. I, I, but I didn't. T- t- we actually went to some shows and stuff. It was yeah. actually very nice. There's so a lot that of fun was cool. to be had. Yeah, absolutely. But we, my, the the coolest part was that we stayed at Trump International, Las Vegas. Very cool. And it's a nice resort. The man, the myth, the legend was there. He was there, honestly. So I know we're, we're way digressing right at the start. Uh, he was there. It must have been a stopover because he was headed up to a uh, campaign, st- I think, in Alaska. Uh, yep. same so day. Friday, he campaigned at the uh, Treasure Island, which is across the street from Trump International. Mm-hmm. He was campaigning for like a senator there and like a sheriff, a local sheriff he was campaigning for. So he stayed the night there Friday night, which is when we got there. And then Saturday, we were went off to lunch and we we're walking back to the hotel, me and my buddy. And we walk up and his barricade of like SUVs was there. There was cops all over. We're like looking at each other, like, what's going on? Was there like a shooting? And like, seriously, we didn't know there was like cops. It's flying. just like, it was just like Kevin McAllister going to New York instead of Miami, Florida for Christmas. And yeah. <laughs> he got lost on Home Alone 2. And he went and he stayed at the Trump and he ran into Trump himself. A little quick cameo by him. Anyways, are you folks still listening at home? Are you still with us? Because we haven't they- talked a lick of boxing yet. They tuned us out after I started talking about Trump for sure. Yeah. Or, or the it was or cool. when I talked Trump, about kitty litter. Trump happened to actually be walking out of the front office or the front, like whatever, the normal corridor or whatever, as we were walking up and we were like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like literally yeah. all these people are chanting Trump, Trump. And we're like, what? Is he actually here? And like, we literally walked up. He's walking into the SUV as we walk up. We're like, this is pretty wild. But anyway, as we've digressed enough already, let's talk about boxing, B-Money. Let's do that. Let's do that. Listening. Beautiful resort, though. I only I stayed at the Bellagio when I went. Anyways, so weekend trap. Uh, I need to actually get some of this stuff off my checklist here. Special thanks to our media partners, TH Boxing, Goldstream Financial, and IF Enterprises. Thank you to our subscribers for everyone that's liking the content below, following along, been with us since from the start, been with us since two weeks ago, been with us since a year ago. Doesn't matter. We appreciate all the support. If you want to get notified of next time we drop some content, 
hit that bell icon if you're following on YouTube or Rumble has some stuff, or if you're listening on the audio sources, whether that's on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Alexa, all of it, Google Podcasts, we're all over the place because we can travel. This is the number one Beards, Bourbon, and Boxing Podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically in Laureate Park, not today, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym. Maybe I am in a boxing gym. On the second floor in the podcast room, shot on a Sunday or Monday. Today's actually Tuesday. Drops on what? A Wednesday morning, which is tomorrow morning at 7.15 a.m. We've been doing it consistently for eight, nine, wow. ten weeks. I don't even know, but it's paid off because you guys are listening and you're tuning in on a regular basis now. We're getting regular hits. We're getting regular everything. So let's keep it up. We'll try to stop digressing at the very beginning. We'll actually mm-hmm. talk boxing because we are the number one boxing beard and bourbon podcast in our specific demographic in the, in the world. world in the world so we got to get that in so yes episode 88 weekend trap we wanted to kind of hammer out some scheduling stuff coming up on the boxing calendar and we're just going to jump right in after we've digressed for about five minutes but we're going to jump right into this weekend july 16th we finally have queen i mean king ryan garcia taking <laughs> taking on who it's not tagging this time Fortuna, Javier Fortuna. I think yeah. he was supposed to fight him weekend, Trav, before he hurt his hand back a long time ago, and then he became a keyboard jockey and, and warrior, right? I think you're exactly, and I actually think he was supposed to fight him in the summer of 2020 because he fought at the very beginning, January 2nd of 2020, which we were there when he fought Luke Campbell with a yep. dominating, awesome performance, and then he was scheduled again, I think, for that July to fight Fortuna, and did he did he hurt himself for that or was it? The, it was I think that, that was the right? one where he hurt his hand. He had to have surgery, so we're not going to say that was yeah. an excuse situation. It wasn't a, yeah. and a then, mental breakdown or anxiety attack or anything like that. But we can trap. I've noticed his social media happenings have definitely picked up, and he even said they're going to pick up a lot before Saturday because I've seen him jump roping and I've seen I've seen him hit that little bag that's stuck on the little flexible thing, and he's been doing oh, yeah, that a reflex lot. Reflex bag, yeah. And that's pretty much all I've seen him been doing. Yeah. Who knows? He, he's, he's a social media darling for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pretty dangerous and scary when he says he's going to amp up and ramp up the social media content before his fight this Saturday. We can travel. How is that possible? I don't know. So we can travel. Let's talk a little bit about this fight before we move on to the next weekend. But this fight, we got Ryan Garcia. We got, we got Fortuna. What are you thinking? I mean, this is a big win. This is a must win. Every, I mean, yeah, when you're at the level of Garcia's at right now with the level of trash and the level of social media that he talks, every fight's a must win. But it is a must win because he's not a world champion. He doesn't, he's never fought for a world title. He's undefeated 23, 24, and 0, something like that. And he does need that world title um, challenge. So that division right now, which is the 135 pound division, is I, I think it is one of the hottest divisions in boxing because there's so much depth in it. So this is a big fight because we want to see Ryan Garcia fight one of the big guys like the Javante Tank Davis, yes. uh, the, the Lomachenko, the, the Teofimo Lopez's, the, the Devin Haney's, the, the Cambosis, all of those guys are out there. So that's who we want to see him fight. So he needs to win this fight, period. Yeah. That's all that he needs to win and he needs to look good because he didn't look good. Well, he looked okay in his last fight, but we're used to seeing explosions and knockouts from Ryan Garcia, and he went the distance in his last fight. That it, A lot of people predicted that he would knock the guy out, so in a way, it was kind of a loss for people because they're like, you know, we're expecting knockouts from Ryan Garcia, and he didn't do it, so... I think he needs something big. I think we have a highlight reel type of knockout around the corner for him, which is what he needs, which would build a massive fight against a guy like Javante Davis. 
Man, we would never hear the end of that one. If that's what is the case on this Saturday, I think it's a no pressure fight for Fortuna for sure. I mean, he can go in there and got it. So as long as he has a good performance, doesn't get knocked out, even if it it goes the distance, that's a win for him, I think. Yep. Um, And and definitely a a big L in the the side for Ryan Garcia if it goes the distance, because he just loses a little bit of fire behind what everything he says, everything he he tweets out, everything he puts on the Instas and the – the, the the snap feed and the and the and the face uh, face space and all that stuff, <laughs> all those things. I'm old. We can snap tweets. I'm I'm old. We can trap. So that's what we got coming up this weekend, folks. And that's coming to you on DAZN this Saturday, July 16th. You know what? Uh, we talk enough about that guy about Queen. I mean King Ryan Garcia. So we're going to move on to the following weekend for local shows here in Orlando. That is coming to you July. 23rd at the Carib Royale weekend trap. Maybe you have a little rundown about that, uh, that event for us. Let's make local boxing great again, guys. Absolutely. Always do folks. We always say support shows that are going on in your local community or within, you know, arms reach for you. If you have a show going on, if you're at a local boxing gym or establishment, I guarantee some of your trainers are fighters. Find out what's going on in their world. Go support them. That means everything to local fighters. Support them. Buy the shirt. Buy the tickets from them. Do whatever you can. And it's a good time. You have a good time at these local shows as long as they're promoted properly and set up properly. This one is Weekend Trav. This one coming to you at the Carib Royale this Saturday, July 23rd in Orlando, Florida. We have good friend of the of the show, Adrian Pinheiro, who is a, I think he's campaigning at Cruiserweight, which is just under 200 pounds. He is 7-0 fighting in a six-rounder. Um, against it looks like Javier Gomez Ruda, who is from Mexico, who is a, a savvy veteran. I mean, he's 21 and 16, but that's that's a lot, a of, lot fights, of fights, man. That's 37 fights, and Adrian's only got seven pro fights and a limited amateur career as well. He had, I think, around 10 amateur fights. So this is a big step up for him. So hopefully, um, this is one of his toughest tests, and I hope that he passes the test, but we always preach on this show, support local boxing. We back it up, B-Money, because we got a ringside table and we're going. So yeah. I want everybody to know this. We back this stuff up. We don't just jammer at the mouth and say, oh, go do this. Go, and we don't do it. We do that. We've been to the last couple of shows in a row at the Carib Royale, and we're going to go again and support local boxing. Not yep. just our buddies. We're just supporting local boxing. Absolutely. Well, we'll be there. We can travel. We can travel. Probably be live feeding from it. Whatever, whatever things we can do online. I don't know. We'll probably do something. But we're going to be there. We're definitely going to support our, our good buddy, Drago. Actually, he goes by what? Pretty boy now? Uh, Adrian yeah, but I think it's AP pretty boy, but he'll always AP be Drago to me, Drago in my heart. Uh, but we're going to support him, the heck out of him as we have uh, the last time he was fighting there at the Creed Royale. I think there's a couple other good local fights on that. I don't have it in front of me. We can Trav, and I don't, I don't expect that you'd have it in front of you either, but it's a they, good show folks. Take a look, go to, I don't know how to buy tickets, go online, find them on the website. I do have it in front of me. So we have some okay. local guys, Adrian Pinheiro, uh, Keyshawn Williams, Derek Jackson, Diesel Jackson, who oh, we yeah, saw Diesel. fight last time. Very, sure. he's fighting. Um, Antonio Vargas. I know that Giovanni Estella is fighting as well. That's that right. kid's a local local star, I think, in the making. He's seven zero undefeated as well. Yeah, follow that. Um, there's a bunch of names on this card. To be honest, I couldn't tell you all the local ones, but I, I just I named a couple of local ones for sure. But the, it looks like the fight card has got, geez, I mean, looks like there's ten plus fights, which you hardly ever see that. So. Um, you, we should see some decent fights. Uh, Adrian actually, I believe is the co-main event. So that's kind of a step up for him as well. Great. So it, it's going to be a fun night. And this time it's not on TV. Bally's encore has been doing a big, uh, TV fights there. This one's not on TV. Enterbox. 
Intrabox, that's yeah. right. So they've been doing a lot of uh, TV there, but this one's not on TV. However, there's some of the same guys that fought in the last TV portion of that they're fighting on this as well. So I think it's going to be good fights. And again, it's in Orlando. Orlando is trying their best to be the fight capital. And I think they're doing a pretty solid job. There's tons of fights almost every almost every weekend right here in Central Florida. Well, if you're tuning in Central Florida in the Orlando area, definitely take a look at that event coming on July 23rd. They're at the Carib Royale. Uh, we'll try to see if we could post a link or something like that on, on this uh, on the YouTube page to it. Uh, we can travel, we'll switch gears again. We're going to go to July 30th and, and coming to you on Showtime. We have Danny Garcia come uh, taking on Benavides Jr., correct? Yes, Benavidez Jr., who also is coming off a fight with Terrence Crawford. So it's going to be a good fight because Danny Garcia really hasn't been in the mix and talked about a lot for a while because he's a former, I think, three-time world champion. This guy is legit still. He's getting a little older, obviously. I mean, he's not old. I'm not saying that at all. He's getting older than what we've seen of him. He's in his mid-30s, I believe. So he's still viable. He can still fight. Um, he, I think he's trying to make a bid for another world title challenge, and he's got to get through a guy like Benavidez Jr., who by all means – could beat him. So that's why it's a good fight. And that's why I think it's deserves to be talked about a little bit and Showtime Showtime is a CBS affiliate and they've been putting on a lot of fights um, and they've been putting on good fights. They have a lot of world champions that fight for them, which one of them is Earl Spence. So yeah. that's why that Showtime is a very formidable boxing network that should be talked about a lot too. And they've been trying their best. They're competing with ESPN plus or competing with the zone. They're competing with all those TV affiliates. So they're doing well still, in my opinion. And to be fair, the next guy we're going to talk about, it's going to be Showtime as well. Yeah, and and I'll, what I will mention about Danny Garcia is last time we saw him, he was taking the selfie video of Ryan Garcia taking a stupid bet with Errol Spence uh, for what was that, 25 Gs? Yep. Yep, and so that was Danny Garcia filming that one. Anyways, so that's going to be July 30th, but we talk Showtime. We talk about guys that fight on these Showtime cars and ones that are under contract. Well, guess what? Big name out there, maybe not for the right reasons and maybe not to pure boxing fans. We talk about them a lot here. Uh, on this on this show uh, that was one jake paul on august 6th from madison square garden that's a showtime pay-per-view uh we have jake paul now taking on hasim rockman jr who is the yes. son of the former world champion so Hasim rockman so let's put let's put a little color to this one because last week we talked about this we were filming on a tuesday again and this is when there was a deadline for uh, Tommy Fury, and, mm -hmm. and it had yet to cross yet because it was crossing on a Wednesday. This podcast drops on a Wednesday, so we did not have the latest name and who was going to be taking him on, taking Jake Paul on. We had a few names being thrown in the mix, and uh, it comes after we dropped this episode, Weekend Tribe. You text me, here we go, here's the name, and that is who we just mentioned. Hasim Rockman Jr., who is 12-1, coming off of a knockout loss to none other than James Morrison, who is the son of late, the late Tommy Morrison, who was the great white height back in the day. So, yeah, yeah. um, Tommy guns from uh, one of the rock movies. Yep. And that's probably where most people know him from, to be honest, but he was mm -hmm. a legit world title challenger as well. And I think for more, no, for more champion WBO, <clears throat> I think. Uh, but so Jake Paul's five and zero. Oh, um, Rockman is 12 and one. Rockman is also a heavyweight. He fought his last fight at 224 pounds, mind you. That was his last weigh-in, was 224 pounds, 12 and 1. He had a very big amateur career, I believe about 100 amateur fights. Uh, turned pro, he's 12 and 1. His only loss was just very recently. Actually, it was in uh, Jennifer March, April, end of April. Um, he lost uh, Kinsey Morrison. So, listen, 
they just opened the Vegas odds today too. And Jake Paul is a favorite. It's a minus two twenty five, I think is what okay. it, it opened up at, which I'm actually a hundred percent. I'm very surprised, but this is why I'm surprised, but this is why I probably shouldn't be because I think you brought this up to me and you said there's a catch weight. I believe it's gotta be 200 pounds. Somebody was telling me that the fight is actually gonna be at 200 pounds. Well, I don't, I don't see how he could make weight at, at this level. I mean, they and had their first, they, heard, they had their, since announcement, they had their first face off today, I think, yep. uh, up in New York. Madison and he, Square. He, he just looks a lot bigger than Jake Paul right now. He just, height, size, everything. I mean, Jake Paul's been weighing in at 190, 191 his last fights. They list Jake Paul at 6'1. They list Hasim Rockman Jr. at 6'3. So there's a big height, big weight difference. There's a big experience difference. So all the problems, they call Jake the problem child, right? I'm going to tell you right now that I massively respect him fighting this guy. Sure. I yeah. do. Like, I don't care what anybody says, how much they, they're going to criticize it. Cause I see a lot of uh, pro boxers that I personally know. They're like, Oh, this is not a good fight. Still, I think this is a good fight, dude. He's, he's literally five and zero as a pro he's fighting a 12 and one bona fide, legit full fledged heavyweight. Who's 226 pounds, it, 24 it, pounds his last fight. It doesn't matter who he fights. Everyone's going to say it's not a good fight and they're going to make the excuse. And then there's like, they, Oh, they're it's all set up and whatever else. Even this one, you can make the case weekend trap because they used to be sparring partners. They leaked the video out there this past week yeah. about what they got in a spat in over sparring. And so now the conspiracy theorists are like, Oh, it's yeah. fixed. It's and already deal fixed. Too. He wasn't even a sparring partner. I believe they sparred like one time. Once. Yeah, yeah, like it's listen, people coming through the ranks will go and spar in so many different gyms. Spar yep. so you know how many top guys spar Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis sparred each other. Um, in the I think it was the right before they were turning pro, they sparred each other. And Custom Auto said and predicted it actually, who was Tyson's trainers. Like these guys are going to fight for a massive fight one day and it ended up happening, obviously. And Tyson lost. But my point is, everybody spars with everybody at some point it really does you you literally do your best to bring in the best and you want to spar with the best because you want to be better the more you're tested the higher the the people you are you're fighting the better you're going to be so this is not surprising so all the conspiracy theorists probably don't know shit about boxing if i'm being honest they don't so that doesn't surprise me that's not a big deal um i do think there's some real animosity and some real hate there um, I've watched that video and BJ Flores was in the ring, who is Jake Paul's trainer. And you could see BJ splitting him up. Hasim Rockman Jr. was visibly pissed off. So yeah. some stuff had happened there. I believe it's a lot of animosity. I don't believe it's her show. I believe he genuinely doesn't like Jake Paul, which it's easy. The kid's not, he, he, a lot of people don't like him. Right, right. So, I mean, we'll see what happens on August 6th. I know earlier today, Ellie Sekbach had, had reported that the, that maybe they were looking for more money as well. And this was before the face. I don't know. So there's just a lot that's going to go into this fight. And I think they're going to have to sell the heck out of it because once again, I wasn't, I wasn't very interested in Tommy Fury. I'll be honest. We can trap. I'm not very interested in this one either. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough one. It's, I think that, I think Jake Paul is figuring out that people are slowly not tuning into his fights because they want to see him fight a boxer because he was rattling off today. I believe the numbers of pay-per-view sales that he's done yeah. and all of his fights have slowly been getting worse. The, the, and what I mean by that is I think he did like 1 million something buys for the Askren fight, which I think Tyson somebody has fought on that card as well. So that's why also, yeah. but then he fought Woodley the first time it did 500,000 pay-per-view buys, which is pretty freaking good. But then the second Woodley fight, it only did 200,000 buys. So I do think people are slowly pulling away. 
And I think this is their way of kind of trying to cement him as a serious boxer. And I think this is the fight you have to fight. Although Tommy Fury was a serious boxer quotes. I don't think he was as serious as Rockman Jr. I I think think this is a tougher fight. There's a lot of ex- there's been a lot of excuses coming out of that family uh, recently, and it, and I'm actually it, it's sad to say because I mean between his father, between Tommy Fury, between Tyson Fury, there's just a lot of just question marks in in totality around that family about everything. We have uh, Tommy Fury's father claiming that Tommy wasn't just he wasn't in shape, he wasn't training right. Then we have Tommy Fury posting stuff online saying no, 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 that's not true unless you hear it from my mouth. Then you got Tyson Fury and his on again, off again retirement about wanting maybe fighting Anthony Joshua, but definitely not looking at you sick. I mean, there's just a, I don't know what to think about that Fury family right now, uh, we can Trav. And so, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the next step is for that family. Listen, no offense, but they're gypsies. He's called the Gypsy King. Hmm. Gypsies are very unpredictable, they're all over the place. And they, they know this, that they're very unpredictable people. So, and, I, and I'm not surprised at all by what's coming on in that camp because one, I don't think Tommy Fury really has a real camp. Tyson Fury does. He's got real people around him, real boxers around him, and he, he does real camps. Tommy Fury is, I don't know, he's a pretty boy. He's a, a reality star. He, he's whatever. If everybody wants to give Jake Paul crap for being this entertainer, blah, 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 then they need to give the same crap to Tommy Fury because they really should. he's a similar one. He's just not as big as Jake Paul. He didn't make it as big as Jake Paul. And he doesn't have a name to live off. Jake Paul's making his own way, to be fair, like it or not. He really is making his own way. He's doing it in a different way. He's doing it in a way that we're not used to seeing, uh, but he's still making it. You know what I mean? Like he figured a way out how to be relevant when not really being a boxer. He pro- his brother is probably like, hey, look, I'll give you half a million dollars to not take that fight, to figure out a way out of that fight. So I don't lose this million dollar bet to Jake Paul, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, anyway, knows, so, man. so like, we, we, we shouldn't talk much more about Tommy Fury other than the fact that Tommy fumbled and he fumbled his bag pretty hard on this one. And come on, two times. That's got to be it. Right. So uh, we can try. That's August 6th here with the Jake Paul fight. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we get closer to it. But once again, kind of a stacked card, both local and not uh, in the boxing world here for us. So we're pretty excited about the next few weeks, especially on July 23rd in the local uh, aspect here in Orlando yep. uh, weekend trap. So let's go ahead and round this thing out. And uh, I'm just going to toss it to you. Give us some final thoughts here, buddy, for the, for episode 88. I think we're rounding out the month of July. Pretty good. I think we're having some pretty solid fights. It hasn't been like a blockbuster month because usually it's not the first of July is usually fourth of July weekend. So there's not really a bunch of big stacked cards, but towards the end, it starts picking up. And I think it's what we're seeing. We're going to round out July. I think in a very good way, I think we're going to see some solid boxing matches and who knows, we might see some fireworks in the Danny Garcia fight. What if we see some fireworks in the Ryan Garcia fight? We could easily see an upset there. So I good. think there's a lot of, there's a lot on the line right now, especially for Ryan Garcia in his fight. You have a lot on the line for Danny Garcia, who is trying to be relevant again, because he's a three-time world champion. He's going to be fighting his butt off in a super welterweight fight. And then of course you got Jake Paul on August 6th, who's going to start the month of August out. Hopefully with uh, with a bang because we didn't even really mention it, but there's a Virgil Ortiz who is a top oh, young yeah. welterweight. He's also fighting August six on the zone. Um, and then there's another fight on ESPN plus Michael Conlon is fighting. So there's oh, some yeah. tough, good fights that are going to be happening again. And I am very redundant, but I'm happily redundant 
Boxing is amazing. They've been putting on amazing fights. This whole year has been amazing. I still stick by my prediction. It will not be better than the month of April. I think April was the blockbuster month, but I still think we're going to be solid into the, we're in the second half of this year now, right? So I think the first half of this year was pretty phenomenal. The pretty second good. half, we, we got some big opportunities. I think Earl Spence might end up fighting Terrence Crawford by the end of the year. Maybe we they're want as that close fight. as they've ever been, but we'll see what happens. We crave uh, that fight. We, we need that fight. Yeah. So I, we, they, I'm sorry, but they both just need to do it for not for only for the fans, but for themselves. Cause I think everyone's just tired of hearing about the potential and let's just kind of get it done. Um, we can travel. I'd be remiss on my final thoughts. If I did not bring up the fact that we missed this past week, uh, the all-star game for the WNBA. I don't know if you caught any of that. Um, there's a lot of good highlights, a lot of good layups and jump shots. Uh, um, and then the the all-star, the, the MVP, I don't know her name, but she held up an MVP trophy that was about the size of this Coke or this Mountain Dew hard seltzer can. It was about that size. Uh, you know, it, I was enthralled. I was on the edge of my seat for this all-star game. It was a pretty solid affair. Well, the fact is you knew it was happening. I didn't even know it was happening, B-Money. The <laughs> fact that you actually knew it was happening their advertising is working. It really is. It really is. They are <laughs> they not, really are. They are not losing money every year that they've been in existence. Um, oh, yeah, they are. So uh, we can try. That's all I got. And that's all you got, it sounds like. So we want to go ahead and thank our media partners on the close. Uh, TH Boxing, Goldstream Financial, IF Enterprises. And to all you subscribers and those that follow our content, thank you, thank you, thank you. We always want to thank uh, those that tune in. Give us the support. Subscribe to our stuff down below and uh, give us some feedback, too. If there's something you want to hear us talk about in, in, you know, with these fights coming up, maybe there's something that we missed out on as well. And you want to draw some attention to more than happy to take a look and talk about it. Uh, we can drive. That's all I got. Is that all you got? Amen. God bless. Hallelujah. OK, so that over there is we can draft. That there is B money, a.k.a. producer, a.k.a. the man. AKA can't really see your hair today, but I know it's pretty phenomenal still. It's got a, there's a lot here. Oh my goodness. Whew. I, I love your background. I can't believe B money. B money is cheating on TH boxing because he's doing a show from another boxing gym. Uh, you know, I just had to do it. Sometimes we got to show that we actually mean business here. All right. God bless. <laughs>